Hello and welcome to the Non-Perfect Parents Club podcast. I'm Emma, a mama of two girls, an ex-nursery practitioner and the creator of the Non-Perfect Parents Club. The Non-Perfect Parents Club is all about support, honesty, truths, acknowledging that none of us can be perfect parents because it's impossible and basically just speaking the unspoken. The only rule here is no judgment allowed. I love hearing people's stories, I love finding out about other parents, their family dynamics, their values and how they tick. So that is what this podcast is going to be. Some great honest conversations about parenting, hopefully delving into some nitty gritty thoughts and feelings that will make us all laugh, cry and sigh a big sigh of relief. Hello and welcome back to the Non-Perfect Parents Club podcast. Today I'm joined by Sophie. Hi Sophie and welcome to the podcast, thank you for joining me. Thank you for having me. So if you want to introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about your family dynamic and any heritage. Okay, well um, my name is Sophie Pollock and um, I'm married with two children, mm-hmm. one is six and one is just turned four. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just from a little country village yeah. <laughs> around here. <laughs> Um, my husband's got some Italian heritage, which mm-hmm. is quite nice. Um, so my my girls love the fact that they can like have that sort of Italian Aww. thing, like if we yeah. go there. And um, my six year old actually, like, not that there's any judgment on people buying pasta sauce, but she <laughs> refuses to eat bought pasta <laughs> sauce. She was saying in the garden to me yesterday, she was like, "Mummy." Some mummies buy pasta sauce in a jar. <laughs> they don't make it out of tomatoes. And I was like, well, that's all right. <laughs> She's like, no, I don't want that. Oh, plus I know. So, um, so yeah, there's just the four of us. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, it's lovely, really. Okay. The main rule of the Non-Perfect Parents Club is no judgment allowed. Have you ever felt judged in your parenting? And can you tell us about it? Um, yeah, I would say I have in some some cases. Um, I think I mentioned to you, but I was mm-hmm. like a bit, I'm a big breastfeeding advocate mm-hmm. and, um, I breastfed both my little girls yeah. up until they were three. Um, and I probably would have gone longer yeah. to be honest if they'd have sort of Aww. let me, yeah. um, a tandem fed as well. Oh wow, so, did you? Yeah. Um, I'm actually a breastfeeding peer supporter cause oh, I, wow. I just think it's just such an important yeah. sort of thing. Um, but yeah, so I, I breastfed them both until they were three yeah. and tandem fed when I had the second one. Um, and I've had some judgment with that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like you're out and about and you've got like quite a large toddler that you're feeding yeah. and things like that. Um, I also co-slept with them and uh-huh. that's, especially like, I don't know, there's a certain generation I think that still yeah. are quite judgy about co-sleeping yeah. and there's a lot of things about safe sleep and stuff yeah. like that but neither of my children slept they yeah. um one of them still gets up in the night sometimes right. but um so I had pretty much like five years of no sleep wow. it felt yeah <laughs> it felt like the most natural thing to do was to just yeah. be there with them like feeding to sleep and yeah. things like that so um I've had a lot of support you know yeah. as well on on that and um of like a quite a nice network of people who were all like pro pro breastfeeding yeah. and um you know and and to an older age as well yeah um but you know it's worked for us I just feel like it's you know it, it nurtured my children the yeah. best way I wanted to do so yeah. and it was such a nice thing for them as well it was always co- such a comfort so yeah 
um yeah now it's, I don't feed any yeah <laughs> it's <laughs> such it's always a topic that comes up for judgment and yeah. it's I, I just don't know why like obviously I do know why but it's yeah. like why why do people because you, you can't do right for doing wrong you're judged no, if you breastfeed and then keep on breastfeeding you're judged if you don't breastfeed it's yeah. like why is it such a such a topic that people like to be so strongly opinionated on you know what I mean yeah and I think there's a lot about you know like guidelines that people mm-hmm. follow yeah and then I think well you don't you know those are just guidelines if you want to feed longer I think I think in a lot of cases women are then feel bad that they carry on breastfeeding yeah. because they've reached that like guideline yeah. of two years yeah and then they think oh well I shouldn't be doing it anymore yeah. and then they really struggle with like weaning and stuff yeah, like that because yeah. you know you could just let it go it's natural cause it, yeah. it, it does you know yeah so is that what you found then did you let yeah it I just course? sort of let it yeah let it yeah. run its natural run its natural yeah. course really um yeah and it's that's the thing I tend to find comments with co-sleeping as well, is yeah. that it's this thing of, oh, we'll never sleep in their own bed. But then I've heard lots of things said from people that have co-slept and that, again, just run, seems to run yeah, its natural course. definitely. They, they either leave the bed or they come in sometimes. Like, it, it's yeah. not a, a big thing. Yeah, it's never been a big thing in our in our house. And I think because it's very, like, bedtime is very natural and I've mm-hmm. always been there, both of them, like, they're so happy to go to bed. Aww. Like, there's never a fight. They're just, like, they snuggle down, mummy's yeah. there type thing. Um, so they both share a bedroom now. Um, they've both got their own double beds. So, like, Aww. I'm getting with one of them or yeah. the other one. Um, but I do find that now, mm-hmm. at, like, four and six, they want their own space now. Yeah. Some nights, you know, they'll want me to yeah. go in or not, but... Yeah. Yeah. And how did you find that as a person? So, do you know what I mean by yeah. that? Did you find that, obviously, I presume you wanted to do that, that's how you wanted to do it, but was it intense, or did you just enjoy, like, the co-sleeping, the breastfeeding? It wasn't intentional, for sure. Oh, right, okay. Yeah. Um. It definitely wasn't my intention. Right. I think... You know, you don't know what kind of mum you're going to no, be, do no. you, at all? You think and you do. You think <laughs> you, you do. don't. Yeah, and I'd bought a cart, and I'd bought a Moses basket, yeah. and I'd set it up by the bed, Aww. and I brought my little girl, my first little girl, home, and I remember looking at this Moses basket mm-hmm. and thinking, I can't put her in there. Yeah. It just felt wrong to me. Yeah. Um, it just felt like, oh, she's been so much a part of me mm-hmm. for, like, nine months yeah. to put her in there. Um, and I just popped her in the bed next to me, um, and that was sort of, the Moses basket was never used, the cart was right. never used to be yeah. honest, it wasn't sort of intentional, it sort of just just, ha- just happened. happened. I'd even bought bottles as well. Oh, had to. Yeah, and I just, um, my breastfeeding journey with my first was quite difficult. Right. Um, it was, she wouldn't feed at all right. for about three weeks, she just basically screamed every time she latched, right. and there were times when I was like, oh, you know, people said to me, oh, you don't have to keep trying yeah. to, you know, it's okay to give her a bottle. And I was like, I know it is, but I'm going to keep going. Um, and I sort of just pushed through it. And yeah, yeah and then she before I knew it, she was three. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd been feeding her that long. Oh. So, yeah. Okay. Um, 
how do you feel about parenting? Good, bad, has it changed you? Any regrets? I know that's quite a full-on question. Everyone always tells me that. Yeah. But... <laughs> um, I, it's been a really positive experience for mm-hmm. me. I absolutely love being mum more than anything. Yeah. Um, I d- again, I didn't think that I would. Right. Um, I thought, you know, I really wanted to have children. But yeah. I, ha- I had, I was working... Um, for a really nice business that I really loved. Yeah. Like I'd worked my way up, I was marketing PR manager there and um, me and my husband decided to have a baby and I was determined that I would mm-hmm. go back to that job yeah. and I'd only be away for six months and then yeah. um, and then that didn't happen. I just... <laughs> <laughs> um, I just fell in love with being a mum so much yeah. that I decided to then go freelance and set up my own business mm-hmm. so that I could be there for my children. Um, I suppose, like, my only regret, perhaps, at the beginning was that I was very uptight. Right. And I think that's quite, I think that's quite normal for, like, your first time mum, isn't it? Like, I worried all the time and definitely through having a second one where, I don't know if your second one's the same, but my second one's a bit like, well, she can just get on with it type (laughs) thing, isn't it? You know, like, with your first, you're like, Oh, I should feed her now. Yeah, like she needs yeah, to go yeah. for, down for an hour. I'll never forget this time when I was bathing uh, my first little girl when she was three and um, turned around and I'd left the newborn on the floor and she'd fallen asleep. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was like, oh, right, well, <laughs> that's nap time done then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she just sort of just got on with it. Um, so, yeah, I suppose like my biggest regret is that I didn't just sort of relax and enjoy yeah. my first one yeah um a bit more um for sure like I was definitely quite uptight yeah yeah I, I can relate to that I think I was very much like that with my two as well um definitely there's a lot of things that going back I would do differently yeah with my first that I did with my second just because I was probably quite uptight as well yeah um, I would also not play with her as much I know that's a bit of a loaded like thing mm-hmm. but I gave her like my undivided attention yeah. like all of the time yeah and, and I feel like if I just let her sort of play on her own a bit more yeah. then you know she would maybe not be quite as hyper focused on yeah me all the time yeah. you know what I mean <laughs> yeah yeah so yeah okay um is there anything in your life that has shaped how you parent that you're happy to talk about? Any situations, circumstances that have affected this? Um, yeah, I would say that like my husband works quite a lot and he uh-huh. did before COVID. He'd be out, out of the house very early and he'd be back late and he has a very intensive hobby, which is rock climbing, which is quite all-consuming. Right. So I would say that I very much learnt to parent quite mm-hmm. solo yeah um like we're a good team like we know our strengths and our weaknesses yeah. and stuff and since covid he works at home now all the time right. so it's a lot easier yeah but it definitely shaped me in the beginning i mm-hmm. think that sort of he had his two weeks off yeah and then i was like pretty much on my own yeah. and then and he was working all the time so yes yeah. it was sort of like being thrown in at, at the deep yeah. end and it's it's so I found especially with my first because my husband did well he wasn't so he wasn't self-employed at this point but he he was meant to have his two weeks off 
and he had his first week and then they rung him and said can you come in for a week and then have your second week off so he oh said yes and I was like <laughs> oh my god and I remember the, that first morning of him going to work and I'm at home with this like what well, should have been a, a week old baby like yeah. what the hell do I do like like full-on like panic attacks like oh my god I know it's so hard it's, isn't it yeah and you literally are just thrown into the deep end yeah, aren't you definitely yeah I think if you know if you have a husband that perhaps goes to work not so early or doesn't yeah. have a very intense hobby like mine yeah. that's all consuming <laughs> then um you know there's they're there at the weekends yeah. as well and um yeah so I, I very much very quickly learned how yeah. to sort of do everything um, and then I chose not to put either of my children in childcare. They, oh, really? Yeah, so they've never been, apart from school, so one mm-hmm. to six, obviously, she went to school having not gone to nursery. Right. She hadn't gone to preschool. She hadn't really been looked after by anyone else because the okay. run-up to her going to school was also COVID as well, yeah, so course. we couldn't, yeah. you know. Um, and it's the same. My second is due to start school in September, right. and she hasn't ever been to any sort of educational setting or anything right. like that. So, um, I don't know. I just felt like that was the right thing, yeah. like thing for us. But yeah, I mean, that's definitely made my parenting a lot more intense mm-hmm. because yeah. um, I do spend like all my time Actually, with yeah. them. So how did you? How did your eldest find going to school then? She was actually really, really good. Mm-hmm. Um, she had a wobble, like, at the yeah. beginning, but I think most do, even the, the ones that well, have gone yeah. to preschool. Yeah, but, um, no, she was she was absolutely fine, actually, right. and she really sort of fitted into school quite quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure what my second will be like. Right. <laughs> Amber's quite different. Um, Is she? Yeah, she's quite a different child she's quieter and more stubborn so we'll see yeah, we'll see. um but but yeah having i mean i suppose i relate that back to judgment as well because i sometimes because I, I work obviously like yeah. i run my own business mm-hmm. um and i and i write and write for businesses and everything um and then not having any childcare yeah. as well but, but i've always maintained that you know my children will come with me for, uh-huh. for everything. I'll go and get my hair cut, my children will come yeah. with me. I'll go and have my nails done, my children will come with me. They're amazing at being able to fit into all sorts of different yeah. situations that they've been to. And any meetings, they normally mm-hmm. come with me. Right. Um, so I suppose they've experienced quite a lot, really, yeah. although they've not been in preschool. Yeah. They've experienced all sorts of different things. But, um, yeah, I've had judgment of that as well because I've, right. some mums have said to me, you know, like, um, like, how do you do it all? Yeah. Type thing, and I yeah. just feel like it's sort of, it's sort of like a backhanded sort of. Yeah. It's not a compliment. It's yeah. sort of trying to make me feel but, bad yeah. for. You know, yeah. for for I suppose. Coping, maybe yeah, I don't yeah. know, and we don't all cope, do we? No. But. So how I'm gonna say it now? <laughs> how do you like? So how do you fit work round? your girls obviously I know your eldest is in school now yeah I know from like so I I have my set days at work but I do have to do a lot of work at home yeah and I know I find it really hard to work when the girls are here but mine are very intense and they ask quite a lot of me I guess how do you find working around I think well I've been 
I've been obviously like running my own business now for six, yeah. six years. I'm quite organised. Uh-huh. Um, I can also like hyper focus on something. So if I've got okay. if I've got to get something done, yeah. I'll just I'll just do it. I'm, yeah. I'm very easily not distracted. Okay, um, that's probably my problem. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I don't know really. I suppose it just works for us. I mean, we just yeah. spoke off this about screen yeah, time. They yeah. don't have screen time either, so it's yeah. not like I would sit and sort of put them on an iPad or anything like that. I sort of, yeah, I don't know. I think it's like an expectation in our family that mummy's doing that now, so you have to go play. And they do, nine times out of ten, they they do go and get on with something. Um, But I do make use of evenings. My children go to bed very early. They go to bed like quarter to seven. Okay. Um, And then I I work. Yeah, Um, yeah, yeah. So that's how I suppose I fit it all in. Yeah. Um. And they get up at the crack of dawn. They were up at five a.m. This morning. Did you see my Instagram? Yeah. <laughs> we got up and had breakfast, and I was like, "Right, let's go to the beach before school." Because that, it, I thought that was amazing, though. When I saw that, I was just like, "Oh wow, that is like, that is just such a nice life, you know, yeah. like being able to do that." I mean, mine don't get. I mean, one's preteen, so she would sleep in till yeah. tea time if I let her. And my other one doesn't, if she goes to bed later, she will lie in um, on a school morning. She just doesn't want to get up. Yeah. Um, But, so we would never probably get to that point because we're just, and I'm not organised. Um, <laughs> but I saw that and I was just like, oh, wow, that is amazing. And yeah. like, what a lovely thing for the children as well. It's you funny know, actually because like, so many people messaged me on Instagram saying like yeah. how nice to have done that. Um, I suppose because they go to bed early, we almost have our evenings in the yeah. morning. Yeah. They're not as tired, like they're full of energy. Yeah. They have their breakfast and then, yeah, they craft or, yeah. you know, or we go out in the garden, they're out on the trampoline. Your trampoline, <laughs> thank you very much. <laughs> really, really early. Um, so, yeah, I think it sets them up for the day. Like, yeah. my children don't like to be rushed particularly and I'm yes. not like, I'm not very pushy with, with like things that I'm, make them do either yeah. like I'm quite relaxed about so sort of hobbies as well and mm-hmm. things like that like if they don't feel like doing something like yeah. if they prefer to just be in the garden I'm happier yeah. with that type thing so mm-hmm. but um yeah it was very nice on the beach yeah. this morning it looked so nice <laughs> it was it was really nice <laughs> I was really jealous when yeah. I saw that <laughs> yeah it was a really nice like quiet like little yeah, time it again, so like... So, how do you get time for you as well? Do you get time for you? No. <laughs> no. And are you, um, are you happy? Yeah. With that? Like, I don't get much time mm-hmm. to myself. Um, but I don't... Th- there's points where I feel like I'm at the stage where I'm getting burnt out and I need yeah. to go do something. But I think, like, for me, I, I actually... I just love spending time with them. Yeah. Um, so, I, I do spend yeah. all my time with them, really. Yeah. Um, I read a lot and the girls sort of give me that time to read like if they're playing in the garden I'll tend to sit somewhere and read or if they're Mm -hmm. playing in one room I'll sit and read like I try to make a conscious effort not to be on my phone too much like and I find they don't interrupt me as much if I'm reading as if I was sat there on you know like Instagram or something so um, yeah I suppose that's sort of my me time Okay, um, can't remember what you know. Uh, was that one an 
anything in your life that has shaped how yeah. you parented? I shut there. What is your biggest value when it comes to parenting? Um, my value. What's yours? Mine was connection. Connection. Yeah. Yeah. Having a connection with the girls. I think just time, like giving mm. them my time is really important. Yeah. I don't, I personally don't think there's like much substitute for you giving them the time. Yeah. Um, you know those days when you like run ragged and they're mm -hmm. still asking you to do yeah. something and I just like really, really try to just take a step back and think, mm -hmm. it's not going to be forever. Yeah. So if they want me to go look at this bug, which I've looked at 50,000 yeah. times, I'm going to go look at that bug. Yeah. Um, so yeah. I think time is one of the, and I've given a lot of my time to them, mm -hmm. I really have, I think it's like valuable, I hope they look back and yeah. think, oh, mummy was sort of there, yeah. she was always there and yeah. she always engaged with us and mm -hmm. things, so yeah, that's probably, yeah. I suppose that ties into connection as yeah, well, well, doesn't that's it? it? And I think for me, like, connection is the root of everything, like, no matter, kind of, what you do if you've got that connection no matter how you find that connection whether yeah. it's time or something else that you do think that if you've got that connection you'll always be able to get through anything that's thrown at you and then yeah, as they grow and definitely. you know move go out into the world if you've got that strong connection you're always going to have that with them and it's just something that you can then build on isn't it I yeah guess, and... I suppose as they get into teenage years as well if their connections there they're going to mm -hmm. talk to you about yeah any sort of problems yeah, they yeah. get and things like that as well isn't mm -hmm. it you yeah know, so and then, then knowing that you're just there and yeah you're not gonna you know you understand them enough to yeah to get anything that they're going through or yeah try definitely and understand or, you I think know. that's important like in the whole family isn't it yeah you know, that connection of you all together yeah definitely yeah yeah um, what has been your biggest challenge so far sleep <laughs> yeah <laughs> everything's worse when you're not sleeping isn't it yeah totally is. definitely and i still have like people ask me like when do you sleep? And I'm like, I know, <laughs> I know. It's taken a long time yeah. to sleep. And I think that, like I referred to it before about me being quite uptight when I've had mm -hmm. my first little girl. I can tell me getting uptight if I don't get enough sleep yeah. for sure. And like little, little things are bothering me or yeah. I'm, I'm more snappy or shouty or, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. let my less patience with them. It's definitely be, been challenging. I think also like, there's lots of information online about how to get your baby to sleep mm -hmm. and how to get your toddler to sleep and I've tried everything yeah. and <laughs> some children just they don't just sleep don't do sleep. they <laughs> no I think that maybe if we were like more honest at the start and yeah. said to people especially pregnant people look I know you think you're gonna get some yeah. sleep but seriously you are not yeah. <laughs> and I find this such a a focus on sleep yeah it's such a thing and it and I mean I've even done it in the past and now I, I think oh my god why did I say that but it's like one of the questions you ask and like oh do yeah they sleep? are they sleeping they well yeah. yeah and it's like why why do we put such a focus on sleep because I think it just makes you feel worse when yeah. you don't get it when it's being pointed out to you yeah. all the time I think you know back to breastfeeding as well there's a lot of times when 
I would speak to people about how little sleep I had. Mm-hmm. And my first little girl, she had really bad colic, and then it turned out she had a dairy allergy. Right. Um, and I breastfed her, but obviously I was still eating yeah, dairy. Yeah. So I think a lot of the time her sleep was she was being woken up because she had tummy ache because right. of that, and I didn't realise till so she was one and I started weaning her yeah. that that was the sort of issue. So she used to sleep literally for 45 minutes and then she would wake up like all night and then she would only nap while I was holding her, which was lovely. And I think Mm -hmm. now like it was such a short time when she actually napped on me and I miss her. But um, yeah, but I would go to sort of like play groups and things like that and I'd say, you know, oh, she only sleeps 45 minutes at a time and people say, have you tried having a bottle before bed? (laughs) And I'd be like, well, no. Like, I do yeah. feed her all day, yeah. type thing. But, yeah, I, d- d- I don't think that would have made any difference. I think no. it was literally, she would just... Just, yeah. Yeah. Now she's amazing. Like, you mm. could go in the room and a tornado could go off and she would never wake <laughs> up. Like, but, yeah. So I think that's probably been one of the most challenging things is sleep. And yeah. it affects everything, isn't it? It affects your relationship. Yeah. Like, your friendships, everything. Yeah, like yeah. You just, you can't, like function properly can no. you no and I don't think you realize when, until you come out the other side of it yeah. like how like, bad it was yeah, yeah. that's it so. when you're in the thick of it it just it is what it is isn't yeah. it yeah you're just surviving really aren't yeah. you literally yeah, yeah just surviving and I think there's quite a lot of pressure on you know like I can't imagine I could have gone back to work full time yeah. on that little sleep yeah well, this is the other thing, isn't it? Like, so many parents, and I remember talking about this, like, when you... So you have usually, like, your nine months, possibly a year maternity. Yeah. Some people six months, some people only have a few weeks, don't they? Um, and then you go back. But it is... How how can you function properly when I know. there's all this going on? Like, your body's still recovering. Yeah. If your baby's not sleeping, there's there's so much going on and it and if you are like if you are breastfeeding yeah. then you've got to pump in the day yeah. and all those which is an extra well. thing yeah. extra like, stress I didn't breastfeed but um with my second especially I expressed and I found that really hard yeah. because I wasn't feeding but I was just expression expressing it's then where do you fit in the time to express yeah. as well so I know like all the things they say about what you should fit in when your baby sleeps <laughs> Yeah, right. you're just being, a, being <laughs> milking a cow. Yeah, well. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but when, and then when you're trying to like go back to work as well, yeah, it just feels to me so wrong. Yeah, like the way the should we say the system is it Definitely. just doesn't. And I think parenthood like... changes you so much. Mm-hmm. You know that. Like, even now, I feel like it's probably taken me a good five years to feel yeah. like I'm I'm Sophie. I'm not just yeah. mummy. Do you know what? We would, I was just talking about this um, on my last podcast, saying I feel like now I'm entering a new season of parenting. Yeah. And so my youngest is seven, and it's only now in the last few months... That I'm starting to feel like me again. Yeah, it does take that long. Mm. I think. I think we need to all be like more gentle on ourselves Definitely, for sure. Yeah. You know, and not feel bad about that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just be a natural thing that. Yeah. It does take time. Yeah. Especially you know, especially then if you have multiple. Yeah. You know, children afterwards. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's 
Yeah, all they seem. And I think we put so much pressure on ourselves and society puts so much pressure on us as yeah. well to to do certain things at certain times and be all this stuff. Yeah. That, you know, you just, you, you can't do it. No. You can't do it. You can't. No. When the, you end up just, yeah, yeah. burnt out or... Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, I think we're into the last question already. Um, what do you wish you could change about parenting in general as in for everyone mm, I don't know actually <laughs> um, perhaps that yeah there weren't so many pressures mm-hmm. it's almost now like there's too many versions of parents yes. to sort of follow as really well point. isn't yeah. there yeah. you know like with the introduction of social media as well mm-hmm. like well not I mean it's been there a while now hasn't it but um yeah there's so many like schools of thought that you could follow yeah that I think like it's overwhelming at times yeah, yeah. And I think it's best to just maybe yeah take a step back and just mm-hmm. go with how you feel really yeah um because yeah you can't you can't fit into any no. box and it's like there's too many boxes now isn't yeah, there there is and I think I found for a long time that I didn't really know where I fit into the the motherhood yeah. thing because I was elements of all different groups like yeah. there's some stuff out of one and and I picked them all out and then I kind of it took me a real a while to realize what it was that I was feeling but I just didn't feel like I fit yeah because I wasn't this specific stereotype yeah definitely you don't have to fit into one you can I think you've got to look like you say it what works for you what fits for you definitely just kind of go with that and not feel the pressure oh definitely yeah like I would say like my kids are semi-feral (laughs) <laughs> and I'm like, I'm, I'm like very laid back about what they can do, mm-hmm. but then they have to wear shoes. Yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> like we're going out to the supermarket, you have to put shoes on. Yeah. Type thing. Like I'm not that free. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I think I, yeah, if I could change that for parents, and sort of just give them their confidence back mm. in making their decision and it being the right one, you know, like for me, like breastfeeding for example till my children were three was right for me but there were times when I was like well am I doing the right thing because Mm -hmm. such and so is not they've stopped feeding or you know or maybe I should get out of this bed and go back in with my husband because everybody's telling me that oh it must be affecting your relationship with your husband type thing and it hasn't it's been fine like I just it's better to just go with it just go with how you feel and yeah be confident in that yeah, so that's what oh. I would change, yeah. Is there anything else that you'd like to add? Any other comments? Or I don't anything think so. Else you want to? No, I just no? think it, yeah, no, it's really good that you, you know, this podcast I've been listening to, oh, lots of the episodes, and it's just <laughs> nice, isn't it? Yeah, I love that every episode I record, I take away something different from it, yeah. and I hope that all the listeners do too, but I, I find it so interesting chatting with people and the main reason why I kind of ask the same set of questions every time is because I love how it highlights how differently we all parent yeah. and all the sort of different topics that you can cover within that, but it doesn't mean that one guest is doing it 
the right way and one's yeah and not. it's unique it's, to you isn't it yeah and I just kind of really want to highlight to everybody that you know you've you've just got to do it for you and what works for you and your children um yeah definitely it's nice yeah. to also like hear just you know just your normal mum type you know yeah. where they're doing talking about their yeah. experience isn't it they're not an expert they're just doing it yeah. they're in the thick of it that's it and I'm doing I was just talking about this before as well actually I'm doing um a course at the minute and it's delving into all sorts of things on motherhood um but one of the things that we're talking about is how um along the way it kind of we started uh, it started being promoted to us that we should listen to experts and professionals yeah. and we've lost that um mother to mother knowledge and that I mean, who knows the children better than the mothers? Well, yeah, exactly. Well, they say about raising, a, you know, it takes a village to raise children. Yeah. But that support ne- network needs to come back, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. So that we can all support each other. Yeah. For and sure. that's something else that comes upon. I think nearly every podcast I've done, um, every episode, at least one point is mentioned about the village. Yeah. Because we we just need it, don't we? Yeah. That's, you know, it it's something that. If you don't have support, you yeah. just really struggle, don't you? Yeah, definitely. Amazing. Cool. Thank you so much. If you've enjoyed this episode, please don't forget to follow, review and share with other parents you know. You can now listen on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon and Google Podcasts. If you would like to be a guest on the podcast, please get in touch via any of my social media channels, website or email. Thank you, Sophie, for joining me on today's podcast. It's been great to have you. And thank you to everyone for listening.